Red Rocks Austin, this is the last 360 video, and I am here in our auditorium. We just put all the chairs back in here because we're about to get back in here all together. We've been journeying for 60 days personally in our faith and through these videos and metaphorically gotten back to this place because we're about to be back together for our service recordings. And we want you to come. If you're comfortable, you can register and it'll be safe. It'll be sanitized. It'll be spaced out. But we want to get back together and hopefully the gathering will feel like the cherry on top when it comes to your faith. The whole point of Re60 was to help you to see that through ups and downs and even a pandemic, you can be okay. You can be solid because your foundation with Jesus is solid. We looked at our church in the midst of all that's going on and said, what do we need right now? We need to see faith restored and lives refreshed. And hopefully that's happened for you. And at the end of this, that people would say, I just want to remain in that rhythm of relationship. And I hope that's how you feel right now. So if you're somebody who finished the Gospel of John yesterday, you read four Gospels in a little under 60 days, I want to say a special well done to you. And you did all these other activities and hopefully restoration and refreshment have come and you want to remain in this rhythm. And if you're somebody who, who stalled, you started and then you stopped, or maybe you never even started, there's grace for you. We built a few grace days at the end of Re60 if you needed to catch up on some of the reading. But the point of the whole thing is every day is a grace day. Every day is a chance to pursue Jesus. And if you didn't yesterday, today's a new chance to do so. We haven't been grading you during this. God hasn't been grading you on how well you did during Re60 to decide if he likes you. The whole point has been to put tools in your belt so you can have a healthy relationship with Jesus personally. So you could keep reading the Bible. You could read the book of Acts in 28 days, one chapter a day, or you could do two chapters a day in 14 days. I could keep doing the math, but what the point is, is you could keep reading scripture and use something like the Bible Project, those resources, those videos, to gain more context and understanding as you study scripture. You can keep journaling, keep praying, keep connecting with people. And maybe those Tuesdays have been hard for you because you feel like you don't have any people in your life that you can talk to about your faith. And if that's you, we're launching groups at the end of this month. Please join one. It's a chance for you to have some people that can keep pushing you in this relationship with Jesus. You could even, as we're talking about all these spiritual disciplines, you could work fasting into your weekly routine and do it even when the Instagram graphic doesn't tell you to do so. So don't panic that this is over. You can build this rhythm. You could use the themes of the days we've given you or build your own rhythm. The whole point is that you have a healthy relationship pursuing Jesus. Now, these 60 days have been awesome, but maybe at points it's felt a little bit like there's a missing piece for you. And let me explain what I mean by that. I think for me, at times when I'm really focused in on my faith, it can feel like I'm a little restless. I think that our spirit sometimes is telling us, hey, this is great that you're getting filled up and building this foundation, but there's some action that should be following this. And the point of Re60 was for you, about you. It was so that you could focus on your relationship with God. But it doesn't stop there. See, the, the Gospels end with the similar pattern of then going in and sharing that with other people, then our faith being put into action. And so maybe action, we've hinted at it through Re60, but maybe action has been the thing, this missing piece for us. I'll, I'll say it like this. Here's a metaphor for you. A lot of times my faith, when it comes to action, I feel like the guy on the day after Thanksgiving. I just spent 24 hours getting just filled up with good stuff. And maybe the health component doesn't quite fit with this metaphor, but just go with me. I'm so full, and, and my body on the day after Thanksgiving is like, dude, exercise. Go put your body into action. You need to sweat. You need to do something right now because you're so full. And I think as Christians, it's easy for us to get to that point where we're doing all the right things, all the spiritual disciplines, and we can listen to so many sermons and read so much scripture and, and do those things. But then our spirit is saying, hey, okay, this is great. You're building this foundation, but 
but go put this into action. This should be building up in you. It should be not just an inward uh, relationship, but something that then goes outward and overflows into the lives of the people around you. And this is kind of how Jesus ended his time with his disciples, which is why it's cool to get to the end of Re60 and finish talking about this. I love the story of John 21 because this is where Jesus first cements the relationship. So Jesus, this guy was just dead. This guy went and conquered death. He conquered sin. And then he walked out of the tomb that his dead body had been laid in. Now, what's the next thing he's doing? He's cooking breakfast on the beach for the boys. He's sitting with his friends and just cementing the relationship that they have with each other. Some of them, like Peter, for example, probably don't feel very worthy of that relationship anymore. And Jesus looks at Peter. He singles him out and says, hey, I love you. I'm with you. And I've got a purpose for you. You may think that you've undone my whole purpose for your life, but, but actually you're going to go lead this thing. Your faith is now going to become an outward thing for the whole world. So you guys, you go tell everybody. You go tell everybody that their Savior has come, that he died for them, that he paid for their sins, and that he rose to give them new life. You go share yours with everybody else. And it's interesting when you think about it that he has to tell them that. Because you'd think if you were best friends with the Messiah and you watched him die and then he rose from the dead, you'd probably go tell everybody that story. I don't have any stories of my friends that have done anything nearly that cool. And I'm friends with Doug and Ryan, so there's not a lot of cool stories to tell. But nothing comes close to that. So you'd think they would just naturally go tell everybody, yet Jesus has to tell them. He has to push them out the door and say, okay, here's the story. Here's the walk we went on together. Here's everything you learned from me. Now go, go share that with everybody else. Because Jesus knows we're human. For one, we're very just inward focused as human beings. It's just naturally how we are. Even if we're trying to do the right thing, over time it becomes very much about us. So Jesus has to undo that and say, hey, keep pushing that outward. Keep remembering this isn't just for you. It starts with me and you, and then it goes to the people in your life. And he also knows that if you're like Peter, which I am, you'll disqualify yourself from that commission, that call that he gives at the end of Matthew and Mark saying, go, go make disciples, go tell the whole world. You'll say, well, who am I to do that? Jesus, you don't want to use me. So he has to pick some guys that are the last people on the list and say, now you go tell the world and watch what I can do. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to see our faith get put into action. And those two things are supposed to dance with each other because you can't have one and not the other. James, Jesus' brother, he says that faith without action is dead. And James was a harsh guy, but I think he's right. Because if you, if you are just the action person, you, first, you can't just be that. You can't just serve, serve, serve because you're going to run out of gas. I've tried to do that. I've, I've seen people trying to live in that rhythm. And, and you're just running on fumes after a little while. And you're not very effective because you're not going back to the source. You're not getting filled up to, to overflow into the lives of the people around you. So you can't just be the action guy. But you can't just be the faith guy, the guy after Thanksgiving that just stays on the couch and keeps watching football for the rest of his life. You need to be fit. You need to put it into action. And you, you can listen to all those sermons and you can read all those things, but at some point, it should be doing something, not just in your life, but the lives of the people around you. And if it's not, it's a check engine light. It tells you, maybe I'm viewing these disciplines. Maybe I'm viewing my relationship and I'm checking boxes again. It's never gonna be perfect. But when you see faith and action start dancing together, it's a beautiful story that you see God right through your life for you and so many people around you. So here's a story that maybe will help you. It helps me to remember how this rhythm works. We talk a lot about this pastor in India. His name's Timothy, and he's doing this amazing work. And we asked him, how did this whole thing start, your ministry? How did you start this? And Timothy, he's a Christian man, and he's done the spiritual disciplines. He's done the hard work. He spends his time with Jesus. And he said one day he was near the red light district, and he heard that a prostitute had died and that she had left behind two children, young children, both with HIV, 
And if you draw that out, they didn't stand a chance. So being a disciplined Christian man, he thought, well, I know what to do. So he said, I need to pray for these children. And in that moment, he said, God spoke to him. And he said, Timothy, don't just pray for these children. Do something for them. Do something for these children. You've built this foundation with me. You know the commission I've given you. You know the calling to go love everybody and share my love with everybody in your path. This is a moment. You need to step up to the plate because a Christian right now, if a Christian doesn't step up to the plate, these kids don't stand a chance. And so he did. And before he knew it, those kids were on his bike. He was working on trying to help them out. And years later, Timothy has a children's home. His family has cared for so many kids, helping them get out of the red light destiny and have a chance to go to school, have a chance to know Jesus and have a family and have a chance because his faith got put into action. There comes points where it says, God will say to us, don't pray for them, do something for them. Step up to the point, don't just read your Bible and think about them, do something for them. So maybe that helps you. It helps me all the time. And, and it, it reminds me back to the disciples of the fact that that those guys didn't have all the answers to all the questions. They didn't understand everything. But Jesus, he sat with this group. They don't have power. They don't have wealth. They're just a group of ordinary guys who had messed up in a lot of ways. And he says, you go follow this commission. And we are talking about Jesus right now, 2,000 years later, along with billions of other people, because those 11 guys put their faith into action. So if that's the story, that's our inheritance, that's who we are as Christians, then what's God saying to you? He's saying to keep building that foundation with him so that when the moment comes and a Christian needs to step up to the plate, you'll be ready. You'll do something for the people in your life. And that's what good news does. It travels fast. That's what grace does. It allows us to love ourselves so that we can love other people. That's what Jesus does. He transforms and he calls and commissions and sends us to the world. And so the, the person in your life, the friend, the neighbor, the, the parent, the kid, whoever it is, maybe some kids that don't stand a chance if a Christian doesn't step up to the plate, God's telling you, do something. Do something for them. And remember, remember, Timothy, he has to keep going back to the source. He has to keep getting sustained. He has to keep getting filled up. He has to keep doing re-60 forever so that he can effectively go and pour out to other people. So keep building that foundation and watch it get put into action. When that moment comes, you'll hear God say, do something, and you'll be ready because you'll be filled up. You'll know Jesus, and you'll know that he's calling you, that he's commissioned you because of what he can do through your life to not just transform you, but to transform all the people around you. And we get to do that together, and we love you, and we're so grateful that you came on this journey with us, and we hope that this is just the beginning of the rhythm of faith in action in your life.